0: Welcome to Yes Mother, a Bates Motel podcast on the hit A&E show, Bates Motel. Today we will be covering episode number nine for season two called The Box. I'm Emily. I'm Sue. No, you're all guests.
1: They're all guests.
0: Some of you are more literal guests in our imaginary (laughs) hotel. (laughs) That's
1: (laughs) right. Yeah, so penultimate episode.
0: Yeah, exciting episode. I mean, I was worried the whole thing was going to be about trying to get Norman back, and I'm like,
2: ugh.
1: Right.
0: And it kind of was, but um, peppered with lots of information.
1: Yes, I I totally agree. I was afraid it was all going to be about getting Norman, and I don't know. There's not much you can do with, like, a kidnapping. They're all kind of the same, you know? Yeah. So I'm glad that there was a lot of other stuff and that that was just part of the show, so.
0: Yeah, and honestly, when you think about it, Nick Ford, that was a smart move. (laughs) It didn't end well, but... Um, I don't know, but it was, like, a smart move.
1: To take Norman? Yeah. Yeah.
0: To try and get the rest of the baits to do what he wanted them to do.
1: Right, right. Yep, yeah, so. So, yeah, fun episode. So, how have you been? Oh, you know, same old. Yeah? Yep. Yeah. Cool. Same.
0: Just kind of getting through April, gardening and whatever.
1: Yep, I think that's what I'm going to do when we're done here is go out in the garden because planting, planting time is about two weeks away.
0: It is. My garden's prepped for my tomatoes. See, you?
1: I need that's what I need to do is the prepping. Our weekends and stuff were all about the camper for so long that now right. it's like that's done, so garden time. You know, right. yeah. and it's been kind of rainy the last couple weekends too, so haven't like and a, a little colder than I'd like kind of outside. <laughs> yeah, so today looks perfect, and the soil should be perfect for like pulling weeds and stuff because it's kind of been yeah. rainy and damp the last week or so. So, yay, yeah, yay, yeah, perfect. So, all right, then, should we talk about the box? Let's do it. All right, did you? watch it and more than once.
0: I sure did.
1: <laughs> <Okay>.
0: <laughs> and I even took a few scene notes.
1: What's uh, up? <laughs> wow. <laughs> 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 thought
0: I need to step up my game with it almost.
1: Oh wait, Give we have know. we have a comment card. Oh, feedback. Yeah. We have we got a new review in iTunes. Oh, I forgot to check that out. We got a five-star review from Jason in GA. So I'm Georgia. Georgia. And he calls it insightful and entertaining. He says, I've listened to several episodes of this podcast before giving this review. These ladies are very likable and are very thorough in their reviews of Bates Motel. There is always some good laughs as well as general movie and TV discussion, too. I rate this podcast a five out of five shower curtain rings. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yep. So thank you, Jason.
0: Thanks, Jason. I really appreciate you giving us a few listens, too. Yes. That's nice. Before you uh, um, review, I think it's good to give it a few shots.
1: (laughs) Oh, sure. You don't want to send out a review after just listening to one. You got to give it a, you know. Yeah. Yeah. If you listen, so yep, thank you and
0: welcome aboard. Hope we hear from you again.
1: Yep. All right, and then we got a comment card from Harold. Do you want to do you have that up?
0: Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, my comment card for the box so much happened this week. How can you not love an episode that has Norma either freaking out or breaking down in every other scene? <laughs> Zane survives, but Nick Ford is dead. Really? What is the opposite of fan service? Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> that that is the opposite of fan service. That is. But I guess you can respect Bates Motel a little bit for not catering to the fans.
1: Yep, that's true. I'm
0: just trying to find a silver lining to Zane being no,
1: around still. <laughs> that's a good one. I mean that takes that that's a pretty bold move on their part to Keep someone who I believe is pretty much universally hated. (laughs) Yeah. I'd be surprised if there's any pro-Zane people out there.
0: (laughs) Now I'm intrigued to look it up. I wonder if there are. (laughs) Um, Okay. I find it interesting that Nick Ford sat in his house all night holding his daughter's pearls and the obituary without confronting Norman about it. I wonder if he thought that Norman got them from Dylan and that her death was part of the gang war. Could that be why he was so ready to kill Dylan? Hmm. Didn't think of that.
1: I didn't even think of that. That.
0: I just figured he's that cold and calculating that he's okay. He knew he was going to get his revenge. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I...
1: Because it is kind of surprising that he didn't go visit Norman and say, why do you have my daughter's things in your pocket? You know? I don't know.
0: Yeah. I wonder if uh, he had some really cruel scary things
1: <laughs> stored in plan yeah i think if he didn't i think knowing that norman had those pearls and her picture in his pocket would have like put him over the edge to do that you know yeah suddenly it became about his daughter too where before it didn't
0: right know? well you wonder if um dylan really had killed him if he would have just let norman go you can't imagine he would have did I say I, I, Dylan I, killed Zane? You know, if Dylan had just killed Zane and come back and said, okay, he's dead. Here's his scalp or whatever.
1: Oh, do you think Nick would have let Norman go like he said that that he would? Yeah. I don't know because, I mean, yeah, having his daughter's pearls and her picture in his pocket, that just put brings it up to a whole new level in his head. It's got to. It had to have. Because how weird is, how, I mean, (laughs) like I said, this wasn't about his daughter at all. And then all of a sudden, here's, you know, the kid that you kidnapped, has her pearls. What? The BIP? (laughs) 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 Yep.
0: Nick Ford had a what the BIP moment. (laughs) Nick
1: Ford had a total what the BIP moment. (laughs) 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 No, it would have been interesting to see, but now we'll never know. We can just speculate. I would say no. I I would think that he would have killed Norman. Yeah. Even if even if Dylan killed Zane.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think you would have just killed them both. Yep. Okay. Um. How is Dylan going to explain how he came to kill Nick to Zane and Jody? Uh I was in the neighborhood and just decided to drop by.
1: <laughs>
0: hmm. Um you know, that never even crossed my mind that he wouldn't need to.
1: I guess the only plausible thing he could say is let him, let them know that Nick Ford had kidnapped his brother and he went there for that purpose. Right.
0: Because there wouldn't be a, you know, his his mom has enough stuff going on about all that. Right. You know, the, the city planning stuff. And right. Kid so Dylan, Dylan,
1: Dylan, could have, yeah, Dylan could have easily said a 90210 and bleachy, you know. Yeah. Well, I was there because you guys don't know this, but he has kidnapped my younger brother, and I went to go negotiate or get him back and kill him. You know, right. had nothing nothing to do with killing Zane or anything. You know, and I think that'd be plausible because he did kidnap his brother. I mean, yeah,
0: no, I don't. I never even thought that he needed to, but I suppose they are going to have a conversation. They are going to have to find
1: out. Yeah. Nick being dead. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, that would yeah. be a little awkward, but I think he's got enough there. I think Without so. getting into the Zane?
1: I think so, yeah.
0: Although, however stupid Zane is, he's quite paranoid, and he should be, he might put it together.
1: Well, he, yeah, well, he put it together while Dylan was there, because when he was giving Dylan his gun back, he took the clip out, and then unloaded the chamber, and there was a bullet in the chamber, that's... You don't keep a bullet in your chamber.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and, hey. Unless
1: you're going to shoot someone, you know.
0: Well, listen to this. He could have, like, a friend for life in Zane that he killed Nick. He could turn it around that he did it um, because he wanted him to kill Zane. But he killed him instead.
1: I kind of thought that, too. That this could be a, well, guess what? I I killed Nick so he's not a problem anymore and become yeah exactly because Zane would see that as Dylan choosing his side right yeah yep so interesting it's an interesting Dylan's got he could play this really well or he could play it really badly but I think he's smart enough I think he's gonna play it to his you know advantage
0: yeah I just want to know how Romero's gonna fit in, yeah, to this I just part of me just wonders if they meet and work together. I don't know,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's gonna yeah, Romero's kind of the dark horse in this whole thing what's yeah, what's he gonna do?
0: I have a feeling he's gonna play heavily in the finale, I think so, somehow. Yeah. Anyway. Um, okay, I was thinking that if Nick was going to get killed in this episode, it would have been because he went to the box to confront Norman and got surprised when it turned out to be the mother inside Persona that gets released. <laughs> 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 that would have been interesting and fun for <laughs> Nick to see. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Get a shot of what Caleb got in the hotel room. (laughs) Nick
1: would be like, I've worked with some messed up people in this family. (laughs) This family takes the cake.
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) With Nick dead and George runoff, how will Norma keep her council seat? Construction on the bypass might be starting up again soon. Yeah, I think, especially with Nick dead.
1: Nick dead. That's right, because that was kind of who was her only support.
0: This might be why years later, when we see Norman running the Bates Motel, <laughs>
1: that uh, there's a bypass. There's a bypass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say that Norma's seat on the city council is not much longer. Yeah,
0: that was short-lived. Yep. <laughs> Good effort. Um, big mistake, though. So. But, uh, yeah, she didn't even get to go into her office, would she? I know, so I to
1: say, <laughs> did she even get to sit in her desk chair or anything? <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't know. I wonder if we'll ever see that guy that confronted her ever again. Max. Max, yeah.
1: I hope so. I kind of liked him. Yeah, I do. You're funny. (laughs) (laughs) I just love how he said it.
0: (laughs) Okay. I was convinced that Norman did not kill Ms. Watson. I am interested to see how this revelation will play out now that Norman is fully aware of what he has done and with Romero and his lie detector buddy looming in the future after he is released from his box. Okay, I my last calculations, I feel, was pretty high on the side, personally, that Norman did kill her. I've gone back and forth.
1: <laughs> I've gone back and forth. I, I'd i say I was still 50-50-ish. I'll have
0: until... to see where I was, because I don't remember now, but I I wasn't too surprised that it was him. Right. But it looks like, yeah, Harold was pretty convinced it wasn't him.
1: Yeah, I I think last time we talked about it, I, I certainly wasn't convinced, but...
0: I don't remember where I was. I feel like I was more on the side of he killed her.
1: I think, I, you, know I think you were more than I was.
0: Oh, yeah. This is interesting that we're getting the lie detector when we know Norman is fully aware. Yeah. Because we were never, I always just, whenever I saw that lie detector, I always figured he was still going to be not knowing. Right. Same. So, yeah, that's interesting. And it's not, I wrote in my notes that was Romero's dad.
1: It's his dad's partner.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So his dad was a cop, too. I was really hoping, as soon as I saw the old man, I was like, please be Romero's dad. (laughs) Please, please, please. (laughs) You just want something. (laughs) I just wanted a a father-son talk with Romero. (laughs) I know, I did. (laughs) But dad's ex-partner, I mean, I assume, I've seen enough cop shows, movies. The the partner seems to be part of the family too. Oh, sure, yeah. So I'm sure he's kind of like a father figure. Yeah. And it sounds like Romero's dad is dead, so maybe maybe he died when Romero was younger. I don't know. Maybe this guy is. But I like the old man.
0: Yeah, I liked him, too. I liked all that.
1: Yeah. But it will be really... In, I cannot wait for Monday's episode. I know. To see in this light. Because did you, did you see that little couple seconds of that light detecting scene again? Yeah,
0: and he looked... Um...
1: He looks kind of out. Did you
0: He looks really out of it.
1: You know how I was saying before I can't remember you know, but there's something about it. The way Norman answers the question is just weird.
0: It is and, weird. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I paid more attention and it's the the ex-partner is doing the lie detector. He says he just says Norman and Norman kind of I don't know, kind of moves his head weird and goes, "Yes?" You know, I don't know. It just like, it's not Norman. <laughs> yeah,
0: I like, would be I surprised think, if it's not Mama.
1: I Yeah, or, I, I'm i predicting now, I'll do a prediction, that he is in Norma mode in this yeah, lie detector that's test.
0: That's going to be so awesome. <laughs> that's the only way he could pass it. Exactly. At this point. And we assume he does. I don't see him going... To jail and stuff for this
1: no because he's got to be yeah i mean they can't do
0: but there's still that little uh romero thing that he's been willing to cover up murder before exactly for this family and he wants i think he still wants whoever's in jail Just i mean with... i know that he's got kind of a guilty conscience but he still knows that guy deserves being in jail anyway right I don't know why he'd want Norman to get off, but
1: I don't know either. I don't know. Well, it's yeah, it's going to be interesting. Mhm. I'm excited. But they can't. I just can't imagine that they would do season three with Norman in jail.
0: No, I don't. See, you know, I and you know, um, if they follow the movie at all, he still seems to be just that nice boy in town that wouldn't that they wouldn't um, picture ever doing something like this. That's right. So it's got to get covered if they want to at least keep the general notion of Norman, you -hmm. know, that right. Totally unsuspecting running this hotel, that he's what he is. Right. And that seems to be a generalization they'd want to keep. I don't know though.
1: Yeah. You would, think so but i don't know who knows how far they're gonna go from the movie you know yeah so
0: okay one more um i was kind of expecting during all those scenes when emma was increasingly frustrated that no one would confide in her that she would get a chance to show that she deserved to be trusted and save the day it didn't happen but my hope for the season finale is to see emma go full mama bear and save norman yeah man it's too bad emma's you know, she was ignored, and then we got the cupcake boy storyline, and that was a lot of fun. And now she's just like a character they don't know what to do with right now, and it sucks because she's a good character.
1: She's a good character. I think, I think they're gonna pull it. Out. I think they're gonna get it.
0: I do too, just because of what they set up in this episode.
1: Yeah, because the last we saw of Emma in this episode is after the Norman or the Norma and George fight, and she gets out of her car. And I don't know; we didn't see anything beyond that. You know, Norma is crying, Emma's comforting her. Maybe they went in the office, and Norma finally told her what's going on. Yeah, maybe we don't know. We didn't see that, but I don't know. I I just don't think they're gonna take Emma and just make her more of a background character from now on. I really think she'll be part of it.
0: Yeah. I There were just too many personal family dramas going on that they really couldn't talk about. So I, just the way the story went, she didn't fit in very well and they, I guess they could have included her in all of it, but yeah. I see why the Bates would not.
1: Well, sure. I mean, Yeah, I mean, we can kind of get into, because I'm kind of, Emma, this whole episode, I can understand feeling, like, left out and excluded, you know, but to make such a big deal out of it just seemed kind of weird to me. Is that just a teenage girl thing, and I just, I don't know. Do you know what I mean?
0: Well, the last episode where she gives her two weeks seemed very manipulative,
1: It was totally, absolute, and I like how Norma handled it. I mean, I felt terrible for Emma, because all Emma really wanted was, like, a hug. She wanted Norma to see that she was crying and feeling left out, and for Norma to just, you know, kind of mother her and say, I'm sorry, I didn't realize, you know, this was, here's what's going on. But instead, Norma's like, well, that's too bad, we'll miss you. (laughs) You
0: Well, you see her face. Norma
1: wants to give her a hug, but she just she can't that's well yeah the first
0: her face went from total sympathy and wanting to crack and include her in everything yep and then something came over her face and it hardened and she just says well i'm sorry you know and it was yeah and it was you could tell it really hurt Emma, and she didn't expect that. She was kind of looking... It was a, a passive-aggressive... Um, right. Tell me everything.
1: Turn on the waterworks. Yeah. You know. But...
0: Yeah. I'm going to give her a pass, because she's in a tough situation, and she really does care about that family, and she's really adopted Norma as a mom she has figure and so and she's young and anyway I'm giving her a total pass
1: I'm giving her a pass on it oh absolutely I just I don't know I was
0: but yeah she's it was I mean, manipulative and all of that
1: and part of me I think that's just the way I don't like to get involved in other people's things you know yeah I'm just not one of those people if if you're having, you know, unless you're like a family member and you need help or something. But when it comes to things like that, if families have secrets and things are, uh, the less I know, the better in my mind, yeah. I, you know? So that's why I was just like, man, she's really making a big deal out of this. Or is that normal? And I'm not the normal one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think you're a little abnormal in that. But on the other hand, I really think she has started to look at this family as hers. So I right. think this really does hurt her on a way that you're, you know, they're not just her boss. Right. Right. So it she, and you know, she the, is doing it kind of like a family member. She really is. But what's
1: really sad for Emma is that just the timing. I really think if she would have done this on any other day, Oh, yeah. Norma oh. would have had a different reaction.
0: But Norma kept it together on, far better than I thought she would in this Heck yeah, you she know. did.
1: Because she's having a really bad day. She's had some bad, <laughs> she's bad had days during this days. series. <laughs> <laughs> and this was up there. <laughs> yes, yes. Way Emma, up there. <laughs> I, I think Emma just picked the wrong day to do this. You know,
0: Yeah.
1: I think when Norma's face went hard, I think she just had to tell herself, I, I can't crack. I need to stay strong for Norman. I need to. So, sorry, Emma. You don't, yeah, get, and don't she, get Mama Bear today, you know.
0: Yeah. And she was um, really worried about the threat about talking about it and getting. Um, right. Nick Ford hearing that she had spoken about it. Right. Exactly. You know, she was really. She didn't want to tell. She really didn't want to tell Romero.
1: No. She, she basically
0: did. had to because he was running into Norman's room. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: no because i think she finally realized this nick ford isn't someone to mess around with he kidnapped my son you know so if he says don't talk you know
0: (laughs) yeah not only her son norman
1: right exactly yeah
0: norman's a whole other level
1: right right
0: anyway uh ab club gave this one a A minus they liked it oh
1: nice it was a good episode. Is is that all? Did Harold have anything else? No, that was it. Okay. Thanks, Harold. Thank you. And again, that was our only comment card. Yeah. We did get give a shout out to Alec for posting on the Facebook page. He um pointed out on the Facebook page that there was a movie in the early nineties called Presumed Innocent. Right. Just like the previous show title. And it does have to do with, like, semen samples and stuff. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's interesting. Um, uh, Also, we heard from Carrie. She's moving. So the woman in number nine, she's moving and doesn't have cable right now. She's trying to get it hooked up so she can catch up and everything. But anyway, things are going on on Facebook.
1: Oh, and we got some new Facebook members. We got Elisa, Amanda, and Samantha. Is that...
0: Yeah, now Samantha is actually the host of the supernatural podcast I listen to called The Road So Far. I think. Oh, okay. They're doing a look back. They're around the end of season three, and they're also covering the new episodes of the season while the season's going on. But I think you know, just generally, they go through a rewatch. Oh, okay. Um, So that's fun. She's the host. One of the other hosts is from Utah, and just last episode or something, they just were like, am I the only person from Utah? (laughs) So I finally wrote in. Like, I don't write in a lot to podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But I wrote in and um, wrote on their Facebook page, and so we were talking about where we live in Utah, and Uh, then I mentioned this podcast, and through that, I guess we got a few new listeners. So welcome, everyone that came from Supernatural.
1: Yeah. Elisa is someone I actually know and work with, so.
0: Okay. She's the one that liked my picture of uh, Don Draper.
1: Yes. <laughs> yep. So.
0: And it got into a weird conversation about
1: <laughs> Max Terio. Well, because then Elisa said, now you need to put up a hot picture of Dylan. So. <laughs> I found a picture of Max stereo, and he was like, I don't know, what, fourteen or something? 14. Like <laughs> He's wearing a hoodie. <laughs> and it's unzipped. <laughs> so I was like, here you go <laughs> <laughs> Uh that was I was laughing so hard about that picture.
0: Yeah, so we were wondering how old he was, so that got me wondering when he started his career. So I I would him and I found that he played Ned Nickerson on a Nancy Drew movie and I just laughed so hard. <laughs> Ned is like just this Kendall boyfriend. I don't know. I have a funny image of Ned in my head. I was a huge Nancy Drew reader. Avid.
1: Me too. When I was like, yes, very avid.
0: In fact, as an adult, I collect um, the yellow binded
1: mm-hmm. versions, and
0: I've got forty or so. Yep, I love
1: this those. Is books. The collection I have.
0: So yeah,
1: I, I loved them so much.
0: Me yeah. too. So I've just always had a I don't know. Ned's just a total nerd Ken doll guy. So I've always had a funny vision in my head of Ned.
1: <laughs> was not Max <laughs> Be, I guess <laughs> <laughs> to me Ned was always just like such an ideal boyfriend he almost seemed like supernatural or something oh yeah <laughs> so rich so understanding so I don't know <laughs> just...
0: and all of Nancy's friends could always like fly to Thailand or <laughs> know, fly hard. to Hungary <laughs> to drop a drop of hat all of them <laughs> all six of them all the time in like the 40s <laughs>
1: It was fantastic.
0: It was awesome. And it made for some great reading. Yep. (laughs) As an (laughs) 11-year-old.
1: Yes, exactly. Anyway. So. So. That. That's our face. The episode. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yep. So poor Norman. They take him into the woods and lock him up in a box.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the episode starts out watching his uh getting driven to the box and all of that, and I just wrote down a funny line. It just made me laugh, shouldn't have, but he goes, you've got the wrong person. I go to high school. I, I wrote that down,
1: too. It made me laugh, too. Okay, so I'm not the only one. No. I go to high school. It just yeah. struck me. Yeah, but man, poor what a uh what a claustrophobic
0: Oh that box is horrible. It's
1: terrible and leaky and poor Norman. It uh, leaks rain and
0: it bugs. leaks bugs. Ugh. Did they like did they like put bugs on top of it to go into the box, do you think? Oh. Was that like a torture device?
1: Ooh, maybe. Maybe. I didn't think of that. I just thought they were naturally just
0: maybe cuz it was raining so hard they were trying to find something dry
1: yeah but they they kind of looked like big cockroaches to me and i was kind of like are yeah are there cockroaches in the woods i don't I know
0: i thought they were more beetle-ish, not cockroachy
1: they they just looked like those yeah i don't know not like utah cockroaches but other states have really massive oh, i know cockroaches
0: but they i don't know they looked black
1: oh they looked brown to me hmm <laughs> Um,
0: they were gross, and they I suspected that they were put there on purpose. They
1: could have been planted, absolutely. That's just terrible. I mean, it's bad enough you've got this poor kid in a box. Add some bugs, that's mean. I mean,
0: seriously. What? I cannot see myself not busting out of a box. <laughs> just the pure adrenaline of bugs falling through the holes in the yeah. box. Yeah, oh, oh. And it looked kind of rusty, and it had holes in it. I, I just know. felt like it was going to just bust any second.
1: That there would have to be some sort of, like, if he did, like, a Uma Thurman Kill Bill move. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, punched the right weak spot, eventually yeah. he'd get through or something. And it was
0: big enough, he could get pretty good leverage on his legs. Yeah. Anyway, I was expecting that to happen, and it didn't.
1: <laughs> him, Instead, like-
0: he, like, folded up and be... and. Got comforted by it. A- he,
1: he did the Norman thing. <laughs> like, I, I I go bye bye now. <laughs> Norman out. Norman out. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so then we see. Norma come home sneaking into the house. I love that so much. <laughs> and it's just so funny how the squeaks in your house are just so much squeakier when you're trying to be quiet yes. and <laughs> and uh just... yeah, she's
0: coming home from Georgia's if you forgot um yep, trying to sneak in,
1: trying to sneak in, not
0: wake the Norman that's not there, <laughs> yep.
1: Yep. Yeah, she asks Emma. She goes down to the hotel to see if Emma's seen her. She hasn't. And Emma's already pissed at this point. Yes.
0: Yeah. I wrote, I just put Norma home slash Emma, so I don't remember.
1: Yeah. No, Norma, you know, goes into Norman's room. He's not there. So she runs down to the motel. Emma's there. And she's like, Have you seen Norman? And Emma's like, No. Why? Is something wrong? And Norma does her typical. No, everything's fine, <laughs> you know. But you don't run up to someone's like, "Have you seen him?" <laughs> I, I
0: think uh, <laughs> I didn't count, but I do not know how many times Emma was asked, <laughs> "Well, have you seen him?" <laughs> this I, I by everybody, <laughs>
1: everybody, yes. <laughs> so yeah, and yeah, Emma. Emma's already just kind of fed up with everyone just not telling her what's going on so then we see norman in the box yelling
0: yeah this is the one time that he seems to really be trying to get out um
1: right right
0: just yelling help because it's not exactly buried it's he can see sunlight and stuff
1: Yeah, I mean the box is kind of like above ground and I saw some sort of like drain into it. So I'm not I'm sure someone who's like way into agriculture or something would know what that was. Was it some sort of like storm drain? But why would it be in the middle of the woods? No idea. Because I saw like this black pipe drainy thing.
0: Oh. I did not
1: yeah, coming into it, and I was like, "What is that thing?" You know, I don't know, but good hiding place if you're going to kidnap someone. That's a pretty convenient place.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, it is mostly above ground. Um, then Norma calls the theater to see if Norman is there doing tech, and she leaves a voicemail for Norman, and <laughs> she's like. I know I've left fifteen messages, but if you don't call me in like fifteen minutes, I'm going to report you as a missing person, and you're not going to like it <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> in trouble, mister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that made me laugh,
0: yeah, because she's she is concerned, but he also was very um pissed at her <laughs> last she saw him
1: right, right, so is her concern? Is she just mad that he's gone, or do you think she's a little worried that he's, like, up to something? Oh, I'm sure both. Both? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think when he's not in her sight, she's always going to have part of her worry that he's fugued out and killing people.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I guess so, yeah. True. True. So... Yep. Then Romero goes to meet what we find out is his dad's ex-partner
0: yep and it gets him to commit to doing like a off the books uh, polygraph he just, yeah it's Romero just has to know the truth he says
1: right right well I mean as a cop or just even as just a human being we're just naturally curious you you would want to know you know
0: Well, yeah, and you're going to want to know that this teenage boy, who's been involved in, you know, other murders.
1: That's true. He was involved (laughs) in the Keith Summers murder.
0: Uh huh, and he was around for Shelby.
1: Shelby. Oh, and Shelby and the death of Cody's dad.
0: Yeah, I mean, when Cody's, the Cody's dad thing, I just thought, man, he's, Norman's got a history already. Right, just it's like, how many murders can you be involved with before you get suspicious?
1: I would say the average person, like, <laughs> like in the forty-something years I've been around, none, none,
0: <laughs> and this has been within the same year, the same
1: year for sure. <laughs> but
0: I probably want to know too. <laughs>
1: I would, absolutely. But um but yeah, they had Patsy Klein playing in the background. Did you see like the old people dancing in the background? No <laughs> I was like, what kind of coffee shop is this? <laughs> <That's> so weird. <laughs> there was like three or four couples of old people like dancing to the Betsy Klein music.
0: What a weird thing to have your extras do.
1: I thought it was great. It, I loved <laughs> it so much. It just, I don't know. It just, it was. It was such an odd choice, but it totally worked for me and it just made me stand up. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I liked what Romero says because you know he's telling the ex partner I didn't I didn't catch his name um, that he's put away someone for this murder, you know someone who deserved it anyway, and you know the but he just wants to know the truth and the you know the ex partner is like well you know the law isn't perfect. And Romero says if I went by the letter of the law, this town would be boarded up. (laughs) I just I love Romero. (laughs) (laughs) Then we have Norma helping them carry (laughs) that canoe. (laughs) (laughs) It was so funny. I don't know exactly
0: what was it was kinda just a good like Norma running moment, but she was just like talking, 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 talking and hauling this canoe. She just drops it the second her phone rings. All right.
1: <laughs> and at this point she doesn't no, she doesn't know yet that Norman's I think she finds out right here though.
0: Yeah, this is the phone call that is it, I think.
1: Oh, that's right, because 'cause she'd only been leaving messages for Norman, so when her phone rings, it's Nick on the phone, right? Yeah. Yeah. Saying that he's got Norman. Okay, that's right.
0: <laughs> that is probably my second favorite norma moment and my this is first favorites coming up
1: (laughs) or her dropping the canoe or carrying it and dropping the
0: canoe is my second favorite (laughs)
1: um oh i know what you're talking about i i loved it so much (laughs) yeah so nick basically tells her she's got to get dylan to do what he asked him to do in the next 24 hours or norman will be killed
0: right so she goes to see. <laughs> <Dylan. laughs> oh my goodness, this is so funny! You, the whole place is like watching. I think your mom's here.
1: He's <laughs> here, just like screaming and yelling into the camera, the surveillance camera, which doesn't have sound on the inside.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she obviously doesn't know that, right? And never finds out. She just thinks she is yelling at Dylan, and he can hear, and he's ignoring her. (laughs) Just, oh, it's so funny. It's just beautifully crafted.
1: It was so well done. I loved how you're watching her in the black and white camera, and then it finally cuts to her, and she's like mid-word just screaming into it. I just Uh thought that was so well shot that was just brilliant it was
0: brilliant and just we all everybody appreciates these moments we just everyone's on board with Vera that I know of yep and they know it the filmers know it they know that that's gonna get us yep (laughs) it did
1: (laughs) bravo (laughs) it was fantastic yeah but uh yeah, so Dylan comes to the door and she just blurts out. She's like, take Ford has Norman. And he says that you've got to do what he asked you to do in the next 24 hours. And that was like half an hour ago. Now it's <laughs> 23 hours and a half. Now you only have 23 hours and a half to do it. <laughs> oh, And this was a great conversation between, you know, Dylan takes her and he's like, shut up. You know? <laughs> takes her inside and i just love how she's like this is all your fault and he's like no it isn't she's like yes it is (laughs) yeah
0: that was hilarious he's like like, um excuse me
1: (laughs) he's like you're the one that got involved in nick ford i had nothing to do with that guy (laughs) yeah so i think that kind of hit norman norma like
0: oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) so she's like well what do we do
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'll help you (laughs) oh yeah i'll
0: help you (laughs) And boy, he finds out she finds out what he needs to do, and there you know, in her head, there is no question. Yeah, hey, I, Norma's life and someone else's, she's fine with that, absolutely fine. She, she doesn't even know who he is, he just says his boss.
1: I know, I know. It was, yeah, Dylan was just totally blunt. He's like, He asked me to kill my boss, and Norma kind of thinks for a minute, and then she goes, Well, you got to do it then, and he's like, I. Just go kill someone, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we know, yes, he does, and that's fine. Zane is, us,
1: right. Needs Norma to go. has Norma no has no idea who Zane is, right? Exactly. I mean, for all Norma knows, Dylan's boss could be Romero. You know, right? Just
0: oh yeah. I, I mean... think you were gonna say huh? the other one, Romano. No shoot.
1: Who's Romano except for your little I haven't said that for so long (laughs) Who's
0: Arg Romer what's his name? Who? Dylan's partner guy.
1: Remo. Remo. Oh right, right. For all Norman knows it's Remo's his boss, that's right. I mean, I'm sure Norma's never even given it a thought, but right. But yeah, she doesn't know who Dylan's talking about and who he's been asked to kill. But um, yeah, she's she's like, you got to do it. And then Norma says, "You know, do you want Norman to die?" So it's like, what a bad situation for Dylan.
0: It uh, it sucks. I feel bad for Dylan.
1: I really do too. <laughs> At this point, I was for my first time around. I was just like, "Oh man, what a what a terrible position to be in."
0: He just, uh he's going through his own personal stuff, <laughs> and just all of this is just—he yeah. doesn't want it.
1: <laughs> really, I mean, he's like, "What about me? I'm the one with an uncle daddy." <laughs> <laughs> doesn't anyone give me a little time for that? <laughs> so yep so then dylan goes to 90210s and tells her basically it's time to do it
0: yeah and gets a when she hesitates he gets a little annoyed at her and i just thought it is her brother and she has the right to feel a little hesitant even though she gave him the okay already it's still a big it's a big decision it's a big deal
1: right i mean it means you're giving the okay for your brother to be killed i mean right even if your
0: brother is sane
1: yeah yeah it's still your brother There's still you know that blood tie right so no i i didn't blame her for being a little hesitant but she does she goes okay okay you know so Um,
0: my next thing is emma spinning a nickel (laughs) yes
1: yeah she just She's just so dejected. (laughs) Yeah, she's just sitting in the office and Romero comes in. I love this scene, too. (laughs) Yes. But here's yet another person. Have you seen Norman? (laughs) Yep.
0: (laughs) So it's just it's and he's not a member of the family. So this is just another person that knows what's going on. Although he doesn't. But she assumes he does.
1: Well, he's looking for Norman for a whole other reason. Right. He's got yeah. his own reasons. Yeah. But Yeah, to be
0: in Emma's eyes, it's just another person that's mysteriously looking for her good friend Norman.
1: <laughs> exactly. And you know, yeah, when you're young like she is, that does kind of suck. You just you just feel like everyone knows but you and I don't
0: know. Oh, yeah. Those are big things to teenagers.
1: <laughs> those are. Those are. Exactly. So that's secrets are bad. Mm hmm. And who knows what's going on in Emma's brain, you know?
0: Yeah. The least of which is just she's started to be interested in Norma again. I th- Norman again. I think we can all agree. I think Cupcake so. Boy has been M.I.A. He might have gone away again. Right. Till maybe next summer. Who knows?
1: Right, right.
0: And she, last we, you know, knew of any sort of storyline for Emma was that she was kind of getting the feels for him again.
1: Right. Right, and suddenly everyone, well, so far his mom and the sheriff is looking for him. You would, yeah, what is going on?
0: Yeah, you'd want to know. You.
1: But I just love it Romero sees, well, I think she's, I think Emma tells him that Norma... Because he asked about Norma, too. And Emma says... I think she says that she's up at the house. But then he sees Norma pull up. And Emma's like, you know, I'm a person with feelings and a brain. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: yeah. She, Romero says, maybe you should take a break
0: and get some fresh air. <laughs> the look be. on his face and his delivery was awesome. <laughs> well...
1: Here's this girl just like going off on (laughs) like, wait, what? (laughs) Why am I getting yelled at? (laughs) Maybe you need a break. (laughs) Get some (laughs) fresh (laughs) air. But um Yeah, that I that was a good scene.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And then he follows Norma up the outside stairs of the house and tells her that he needs to talk to Norman. And she's like, he's sick. You know, he can't see anyone right now. And he's pretty insistent and then finally tells her about his sperm being found inside Miss Watson.
0: Yeah, heavy stuff uh, for Norma to learn. She kind of... She almost faints,
1: huh? Yeah, she kind of like loses her balance and he kind of has to steady her. I mean, that's just... This is Norma's bad day (laughs) getting worse. Yes. He just found out her son's been kidnapped like maybe an hour before and now she finds out that he had had sex with Miss Watson the night she died.
0: Not only that he had but the sheriff knows. That's probably the biggest deal about it.
1: Right, yes. Because she,
0: in Norma's head, she's already decided he's killed her, I think. I think so. If she's not sure, she's Pretty well, sure. <laughs> She's pretty much pieced it together in her head that he killed her. Um, but At the least. fact that the sheriff knows that they had sex and that was new information to her anyway, that's a big deal.
1: Yeah. Huge deal.
0: On top of whatever's going on. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: But yeah, she. Yeah. She convinces Romero that Norman's just too sick to see anyone and to come back later. And she promises that, you know, they won't leave or anything. And right. She goes inside and just, man, starts hyperventilating. Yeah. Felt so bad for her.
0: I know. Oh, that voicemail was so
1: She leaves the bad. sweetest voicemail for him.
0: Norman, I know you can't hear me right now, but if you ever do, just know that I love you. I love you more than anything on this earth or in heaven.
1: that was a great scene norma did vera did so well
0: yeah it was it's like the only thing she could think of to do
1: you know yeah i think she she just wants him to somehow maybe be able to hear her one more time Uh say how much she loves him and Because she doesn't know what's going to happen. She doesn't know if he's going to die because of this kidnapping or now this whole Miss Watson thing is again in her, you know.
0: Yeah, it was really sad and it was really sweet.
1: It was. It was almost like tear welling in your eyes, you know. It was good. It was good.
0: I didn't cry, but I could (laughs) have.
1: I didn't either, but yeah, I could. It, it It was a little emotional.
0: It was, definitely. Yeah. And then we go to uh, Norman in the box again and he's obviously he was reciting a monologue and um, I did a little digging and I figured out what movie he was reciting.
1: Oh, really? I, I didn't, I I knew it must've been a movie, you know, he was reciting.
0: I just thought it'd be interesting to see if there was anything to it. And I thought, I think there was, um, it was a, It's from a movie called Meet John Doe, and it's... Um,
1: oh, I've seen that.
0: Oh, yeah? It's Gary Cooper. Gary Cooper, yeah. And Barbara Stanwyck, and Barbara Stanwyck is actually in Double Indemnity. Really? She's the lady, yeah. She's the woman in Double Indemnity, so I thought that was interesting, but that, oh, that was didn't. in his mind. And I think she's best known for that movie, actually. Um, but yeah, that movie was directed by Frank Capra, who right. did It Happened One Night, I love. Yeah. And Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, and It's a Wonderful Life, which is on my wall of shame. I've only seen parts of it.
1: I have never, <laughs> never seen it. it. No way! <laughs> <laughs> nope, I've never seen it. I have neither I've
0: seen little clips, but I've never sat and watched it.
1: I know the story. I know. You, sure. You just can't be alive and not know what it's about but i have never ever seen it
0: right and our family owned it growing up i remember we had the vhs of it oh did we <laughs> yeah
1: we just weren't one of those i guess that wasn't our family tradition
0: no we watched the grinch
1: <laughs> we would act out the grinch <laughs> we did
0: we acted out the grinch at <laughs> <in> our cousins'. <presence. laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah anyway
1: huh so that well, was that's it yeah that's a good movie actually i think he has to he play he has to like play someone who was who had died or didn't it? It
0: says um it's a nineteen forty one film about a man needing money who agrees to impersonate a non existent person who said he'd be committing suicide as a protest.
1: Yeah. And
0: a, good- a resulting political movement it begins. It begins some sort of political movement. Yeah. So he pretends to be a guy that's about to commit suicide? Just a non existent they just make up a person?
1: Yeah yeah in order yeah to like swindle money i I remember watching it like when i lived at the fort union house so you know like 2005 or something you know so it's been a while but i do remember really like i remember cam and i just catching it like on a sunday afternoon and just both really liking it
0: Hmm. i've never heard of it but Hmm. well it's a wonderful life came in the um Frank Capra's later in his career, and it was during a time where he kind of got dogged. Frank Capra is an Italian immigrant. He's kind of one of those that, um, the American dream kind of thing. Right. Here with nothing and became a famous director. Uh, anyway, he's kind of dogged for his later years stuff like It's a Wonderful Life, just being way too cheesy and stuff. Yeah. I guess his earlier stuff. Like I love it happened one night and Mr. Smith goes to Washington. It's great. That's a good movie. Um anyway, he's he's revered more critically for his earlier stuff than It's a Wonderful Life. People kind of critically that movie, I guess, is kind of It's pop. It's a popular choice for uh, Christmas Eve viewing, but Right. Critically, I guess it's kind of a dog. I don't know. <laughs>
1: I don't know. Maybe it was just one of those like he was under contract to do another movie or sure. it was just a paycheck movie or something, you know.
0: Right. But this movie was, you know, he's pretty well thought of for this one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, it's 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 good. I didn't realize that's what it was from. Um And it was interesting to me cuz I mean, here's Norman trapped in this box and he's like reciting an old movie then.
0: Well, that's his so, comfort. You, it's he's, his
1: comfort thing.
0: Always. I love it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I really like that little trait they gave him.
0: I do know? too. I love it. It's kind of ties into Psycho being an old movie.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, what else would you do if you were trapped in a box like that? I mean, you would have to do things like that in order to not just go completely. All right.
0: Well, I would probably quote <laughs> Dick Van Dyke shows. <laughs> I get it, Norman.
1: Yeah. I like my old movies, too. Yep, yep. So, but yeah, so then um, Nick's guys come and bring him, like, a sandwich and some water. And I loved it. Norman, like, tries to run.
0: Right, he busts out. He sees his opportunity and he goes for it. I was like, good for you. Run, Norman. <laughs> I actually figured, I thought he was going to get away. I was hoping he would. I just thought he would. I thought that's how they were going to get him
1: back. I don't know but yep nope they kind of tackle him and the pearls and the picture of Miss Watson fall out of his pocket
0: yeah that was one bad thing about running
1: (laughs) yeah and just the look on his face when you know the one guy like picks him up and shows him to and he's like why you know why do you have the what is this and just the look on Norman's face it's like he's like oh no Uh oh (laughs) <laughs> not, yeah, that's not good. <laughs> Cuz I don't know, he probably hasn't put it together that this is Nick Ford doing this to him. Yeah, I, I don't think so. But man, what if he did and he knows that Miss Watson, that's her dad, you know? I mean, Yeah. Ugh. But and you know, when this scene was over, it the thing that came to my head was this is all bradley's fault
0: <laughs> it is all bradley's
1: this fault. all comes down to bradley and it just makes me really mad
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's over in boston having a great I know, time
1: i know it just pisses me off that girl needs to be brought to justice this now norman has been kidnapped you know several people have died so many lives are in danger uh, ugh. You know, and, and it's it was all... so
0: stupid she killed him before even finding anything else. I know so stupid,
1: I know i you know before I was oh, you know, Bradley didn't bother me. I don't know i but now i'm I'm just really mad at her.
0: <laughs> We've come a long way since then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just am really mad at her. This is all her fault, yeah, anyway, so. Yeah, the next scene is Emma talking to Norma and giving her two weeks. Yeah, we kind of talked about yeah, the scene, talked, I guess. Uh, <laughs>
0: um, and Norma has... She gets to Norma, but Norma also has to close that all down. And she's got to
1: close... You know, Norma's got to stay tough. She she just can't, like I said before, she just can't let this Emma thing crack her. She's... I just... I, I thought it was pretty sad what she, you know, like, oh, that's a shame. We'll miss you, you know.
0: And I wonder, Norma is a master manipulator. Do you think she recognizes manipulation when she sees it?
1: <laughs> you know, that's a good point. I bet she does. And I bet she that kind of pissed her off.
0: Uh-huh. Like,
1: I don't need this today. Don't you bring your waterworks to me. Yeah.
0: And knowing it's manipulation and that she can fix it maybe when things are better.
1: Exactly. Yep. Yep. I bet you're right. Because I know that was hard for Norma to do. She loves Emma, you know.
0: Oh, it was. You could see it. Yeah. The acting was superb. You could see it. Everything in her face.
1: Yep. Yeah, but yeah, and like, oh man, if it would have just been any other day, I really think it would have worked. Agreed. But this is not the day. Sorry. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Oh, not even recognize. <laughs> Little Lord of the Rings speech. This is not the day. It's, oh, it's fantastic. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um
0: I don't bring up Harry Potter near enough on this <laughs> on these podcasts. <laughs> well you know, uh, insert uh, a good Dumbledore
1: speech here. <laughs> I was going to say, Harry Potter is about magic and things, so it doesn't exist in this world, but so is the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. Middle Earth, sure. (laughs) Oh, that didn't happen? Oh, that's funny.
0: (laughs) All right, everyone knows who the true nerd is. (laughs) You just dug your own hole. At least it takes a place in London and Scotland, not
1: Middle-earth. <laughs> but a magical London <laughs> and Scotland.
0: Yes, magic exists. <laughs> but the muggles don't know.
1: It's true. True. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so, so yeah, poor uh, uh, Eva. Uh,
0: yeah. Then we've got um Norman back in the box and this is where the bugs come and he I believe this is where he finally floats away. Yeah, but Norm- Norman out.
1: <laughs> Norma, bye <bye-bye>. bye. <laughs> well, he's probably gone through all the movies he has. Yeah. So it's just but um
0: And the bugs ask too much.
1: That, yeah. that It's like, really? (laughs) I mean. (laughs) (laughs) um, Yeah, he starts like hearing his mom and like. Kind of picturing her, but not like a hallucination. Like that's just we were seeing like what his mind was thinking about.
0: Right. Yeah, it was kind of hazy. And she was saying it wasn't. It was basically her saying, I'm here with
1: you. Right.
0: So he kind of like makes her up. Just, I think he must have like put himself where she was, kind of, and just found comfort in her just talking to him.
1: Right. I mean, do you think these are, is he picturing an actual, is he remembering like an actual conversation that he and Norma had had at one time, maybe? No, uh, that's
0: because she said, I'm here. I'm here with you. Don't worry. You know, just right. all of that stuff.
1: Yeah. I then-
0: don't think so.
1: And doesn't she say something like, you know, every boy has his mother living inside of them?
0: Yeah, she does say something like that. Is that
1: true? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Okay. It's not. <laughs> I didn't think so. One boy does, and his name's Norman, and <laughs> his mother really lives inside of him enough. <laughs> okay. And sometimes now.
1: So, oh. Before this scene is when the guy brings Miss Watson's pearls and picture to Nick. Oh, okay. And he seems to recognize the pearls. Like, I think maybe he gave her those pearls.
0: Yeah, because he kind of has Nick time. He's like rubbing them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He seemed very familiar with them. He did, because he kind of looks at the pearls first and just, huh. And then he looks at the picture and then he kind of looks back at the pearls like, oh my gosh, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. So. And Norman has been quite obsessed with everything. You know, taking this picture, being at her graveyard. Right. And they have a conversation about it. and So he already knew Norman probably thought of her a little more than you would think of one of your teachers in high school.
1: Right. Because I think in the last episode, I thought Norman's explanation was pretty sound when Nick's like, Why were you taking pictures of me at my daughter's, you know, graveside? And he's like, Well, I'd heard this conversation and I thought maybe you were the guy on the phone, you know? Sure. Yeah. That made sense, you know? But now it's like, Oh, wait, this guy, this little kid might have been kind of obsessed with my daughter, <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it just, it does kind of surprise me that right then Nick didn't go straight to Norman, like, Bring me to him, you know?
0: Yeah. Or just have him bring him to him and he's just gonna shoot him. I don't know. He I yeah. guess he wanted Zane dead, but he's yeah. cold and calculating.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. He's not an impulsive guy. No. Oh. That's true. That's true. So so yeah, so yeah, Norman has
0: Norman's in the box.
1: So I guess thinking about his mom is kinda his little happy place.
2: Mm-hmm
1: type thing absolutely um then Dylan goes to Zane's and just a look on Dylan's face when you see like the guy come around the porch it's like oh I didn't even think of that there he probably does it's probably more than just Zane here <laughs>
0: yeah and it was in a shed with a bucket
1: nope <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't hiding under the tar by
0: the lawnmower not
1: in a shed <laughs> <laughs> But um,
0: Yeah, you could tell that he had underestimated all of that. Yeah. I think it's his head. The biggest thing was just actually shooting him.
1: Like knocking on the door, Zane opens the door, he shoots him and leaves. <laughs> yep. <laughs> type thing, you know.
0: But, or maybe um, gives him the groceries and he brings him in and turns his head to put him on the counter and shoots him.
1: Right, right. Because he had the bullet in the chamber, so he wanted to just shoot. He didn't want to even take the time to like engage, you know, like,
0: yeah. And perhaps this is why we had that stupid scene on the docks with the two goons. Um, was it Alec that complained about? Yeah. Maybe that was us. That was for us to be able to put together.
1: Zane's always got a couple goons with him. Yeah. That Zane might
0: have some goons for this scene. Maybe. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I get, yeah true because i kind of complained about that too i was like why did that even happen um
0: well it made you not surprised to see him i mean it made you kind of go oh of course
1: right exactly yeah but um yeah just the conversation with dylan and zane i just don't quite understand zane (laughs)
0: Just talking about sides, and Dylan's kind of like,
1: aren't we all on the same side? (laughs) Yeah, but, like, Zane is like, like, now he's a side, and his sister's a different side, right?
0: Yeah, in Zane's head, you're either on his side or his sister's side. And that's odd.
1: So, yeah, so he is separated. I...
0: I wonder if he only separates it for Dylan because Dylan slept with his sister. I don't know. I, Is there lost conversations between Zane and his sister that we are just not privy to at all? That are like, what are you doing, you stupid idiot?
1: Maybe, maybe. but <laughs> Shooting I just, all these people. And personally, I just don't see... I don't put a lot of stock into Zane doing this because... Dylan has slept with his sister. I don't think Zane
0: cares about that. No, no, I don't you know? either at all. I
1: don't think that's anything to him.
0: I think it's only that he feels like he'd be more on his sister's side. if It seems to be more preemptive, like knowing that they're going to be on different, that his sister doesn't like the shooting and that they could very easily, very soon be on different sides. And he's trying to determine where Dylan's going to be when that happens. I don't know.
1: Okay, yeah, it's got to be something like that. Because I just, I don't understand at this point why Zane and his sister have to be on different sides. I don't get that. Um, But maybe, because Zane is so stupid, (laughs) this time in the shed, I'm just going to call it a shed. (laughs) 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 Because I like to think of it. You know, Maybe he and his goons have been, like, calculating plans, and he knows that his sister will be against it. Yeah, I think you're right. He's preemptively saying that there are going to be two sides. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the sense
0: I made out of it.
1: It just didn't make that much sense to me, because I'm like, why is... I don't don't know. Um, But, yeah. Yeah, and Zane's like... You'll If you choose her side, you'll be making a terrible mistake, you know, if you choose the wrong side, and Dylan says he understands, and Zane's like, good, because Iggy here wanted to shoot you, you know. <laughs> Did you, have you? <laughs> <laughs> this Iggy guy. <laughs> I was going to mention it when we recorded the episode that we were just talking about when he comes down on the docks with his two goons. Uh-huh. Just the way that the guy he calls Iggy. Just standing there and staring made me laugh so hard. Oh,
0: no, I didn't it. give him any mind.
1: <laughs> and all I could think of is, like, he looks like someone that was, like, in a, like, a London punk band, like, in the mid-70s or something. I mean, oh, really? he just looks like he has lived such a hard life. <laughs> had, and just his eyes are just, they've just got this stare to him. And I remember think I mean, just thinking, like, he kind of, like, like an Iggy Pop looking, you know, like, just someone oh. who's really lived pretty hardcore. Does one of them look And then his name's of... Iggy. Does Iggy... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Is
0: one of them kind of, like, looks vaguely Latino and just kind of has a ponytail?
1: Um, Is I he, don't know, because awesome. I think I always look at Iggy, because mm. I just love...
0: I always must look at the other guy and he's just really vague. Just. I don't know.
1: Yeah. He's kind of nondescript to me. Um, But seriously, go back and watch that doc scene and just look, watch Iggy the whole time and you will laugh. (laughs) And then again, in this scene, this time it's, little bit harder to see him because there's a lot of shadow on like part of his face and stuff but he's doing the same thing he's just kind of like staring at him just like he's so out of it and then when zane's like kaziggy or wanted to shoot you he just does like this laugh that just cracked me up (laughs) i don't know you'll have to watch it that's funny (laughs) anyway So, yeah, so then Dylan leaves Zane's after getting his gun back.
0: And you can tell he's feeling quite hopeless about it. Yeah. We're all feeling hopeless about him being able to kill Zane.
1: Yep, exactly. Yeah, because there was no way he would have been able to do it. No No way. Even if they hadn't taken his gun, he wouldn't have been able to do it. No. Because then he'd have to shoot three guys and the guy on the porch and chances of all that happening without you getting shot are pretty slim right <laughs> so so yeah that's I felt really helpless for Dylan at that point
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, I kind of stopped taking notes at this point except I wrote one thing Norma said to George. <laughs>
1: yeah Uh, so yeah so norma goes to the office and emma's there norma tells her you know she can go home for the night and then emma sees george pull up she goes it's george and norma goes oh shit (laughs) (laughs) it's like i don't need this (laughs) you know (laughs) and he comes in with like flowers and like immediately starts like trying to make out with her i know Back off, George. Jeez, no doubt. Read her body language. I know. And she's like, you know, and she's like, not now, you know, just not having a good day. And he's like, fair enough. And she's like, oh, thanks for chiming in and letting me know it was fair. <laughs>
0: That's what I wrote down. Thanks for chiming in. I wouldn't have thought it was fair otherwise.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I love it. She's great. I, I, She just really says it how it is, you know? Yes. I love her. <laughs>
0: He's but. probably just had one of those days where he's just been walking on cloud nine all day long, not a care in the world. He had just slept with Norma that night, and he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna get off work. I'm gonna buy her flowers." <laughs> and <laughs> and she's, she's had like, the day Argh. from hell. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. She wasn't in the same mindset at all. <laughs> no,
0: and it's true. He. Whatever she says to him, you know, he doesn't have a care in the world. Look what she's been going through. Look what she's gone through her whole life. You, it's been a cakewalk. I'm sorry. I don't know what you've gone through, but it doesn't matter. It's a cakewalk compared to hers.
1: Exactly. Yeah, she really lays into him about how, you know, because after she says like that, thanks for chiming in, he's like, you know, what's with you, or you know, and she's just Goes off. She's like, You will never understand a person like me because you live, you know, you have cocktails in your nice houses and wear your nice summer coats and, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> she <he's>, offends <laughs> him. She does. She does. But uh he's like, That's all bullshit. And she goes, Then get the hell out.
2: I had a good time last night. Yeah.
3: Uh, Georgie, you know what? Not right now. I'm sorry. Not right now. Oh, I get it. Two steps forward, one step back. No. I, I I've just had a hard day.
0: Fair enough. Well, thanks for chiming in. I wouldn't have felt it was fair otherwise.
2: What the
3: hell, Norma? I you know. I don't get you. What is it? Some weird control thing? I really don't get it.
0: You want to know why you don't get me? Because you can't get me. You will never get
3: me. You think you know what life is? That it's something you just stay on top of with your soft words and your nice summer jacket? You come from a whole world of people who are not real. You don't understand anything. You just sleepwalking through life. You have no real troubles. You sit there in your little playhouses with your cocktails and you judge the rest of us. That's total bullshit. Then why don't you get the hell out
4: of
2: here then?
1: And then she runs after him and emma had been sitting there in her car the whole time watching this and norma tries to you know apologize to george but he takes off anyway and then emma comes out and kind of hugs her and she's just crying but i don't know do you think george is like because she just turns on him so quick she just norma's you know (laughs)
0: Yeah, I think he might I think be. Done. He's
1: like, oh man, I dodged a bullet. <laughs> yeah, we
0: may see him one more time, but.
1: Hmm. I thought it was interesting that she like went running after him, yelling how sorry she was.
0: Like... Yeah, she immediately knew she had probably unleashed a little harshly on him. Right, she had emoted. Yeah. <laughs> and he was just a nice guy, like I, you know. You can't blame him, because I have nice days like that. (laughs) You know? (laughs) I don't have a lot of drama like Norma. (laughs) Thank goodness. (laughs) No doubt. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, you know, you can't blame him. But I felt like he was a little too grabby and not reading her.
1: He should have... He should have
0: seen her from the door and said, "Uh uh-oh.
1: Right, because she looked a little disheveled. She looked pretty tense. He should have assessed the situation before just. And that stuff you can just feel in the air. Exactly because there's also tension between Norma and Emma. Yeah. You, If you walk into a room and you don't feel that then you really are pretty oblivious to other people yeah. you know. Because yeah, you deserve
0: some of it, but he did not deserve. But no. you don't,
1: you can't blame her. I mean, her Here's <laughs> but why do you think Emma stuck around and watched this? Just out of curiosity. Just oh yeah, she's just been. Something?
0: Yeah, she's been cut out way too much. That I think she just kind of Nancy Drewed a little bit. Yeah, that's kind of what I was wondering. I'm gonna see what's happening here. <laughs> Y'all get a little info.
1: Yeah.
0: Or maybe it was just she could tell it wasn't going to end well and maybe Norma is going to need somebody. And maybe she thought if Norma needs somebody, maybe she's going to get her in. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) This is my in.
1: (laughs) Well, it was a good move, whatever her motives were, because Norma needed it. She, yeah, she needed her. She needed a little comfort and yeah, I would be surprised after, If someone I barely knew and someone I was, you know, kind of fallen for struck out at me like that just out of nowhere, I I think I'd be like, all right, see ya. (laughs) Well, and it's on top of last night.
0: I mean, I know they slept together and everything. But before that, she...
1: That's right, that's right. Red flag, red flag. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I lied to you, I
0: didn't go to college, and,
1: uh... Yeah.
0: I'm not in your world, and she runs away.
1: That's right.
0: And then she just comes, You. I don't think they did much talking after that when she comes back.
1: No, no, not at all, so... Unless it was pillow talk. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, so I think even if in the next episode or something, if Norma does somehow get to George and apologize, I think he'd be smart to be like, you know what?
0: Yeah. If I was
1: George, I'd be running. I'd, I'd be running. Yep. I'd keep going. <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> Whatever direction he was driving in. <laughs> it's
1: like, too bad you're so pretty because you're yeah. so crazy. <laughs> you can be charming.
0: But, Yeah. I don't need that.
1: When the the crazy line crosses the pretty line, that's (laughs)
0: right. How I Met Your Mother. The crazy hot (laughs) grandma crap. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: So then is when Dylan goes to Nick's, and I liked how Dylan. Dylan is really pretty smart. He He really is. is.
0: He's in the right business in some ways.
1: (laughs) He really is. Because he's like, you know, he's like, I know where you can find Zane. And Nick's like, his body. (laughs) 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 He's like, no, I didn't get a chance. You know, and he explains. He's like, I couldn't do it. There was, they took my gun. There was three other guys, all armed, you know. And so, and then Nick says something like, so you're telling me that you can't, take care of this for me. And Dylan says, not by myself, which was so smart to me. Instead of saying, nope, I tried and I failed. He's like saying, I'm still willing to help you, but I can't do this alone. You're going to have to provide me some guys, you know,
0: but he lost his smarts. I thought at the end when he tells him where he is, because now Nick knows where he is and he can just go kill him by, and kill Dylan first. If he would have held out on that information,
1: Oh, you're right. You're right.
0: Yeah. He could have maybe lived longer, although he didn't die, but he was going to.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because, oh, man, I really thought he was going to for a second there when Nick picks up that gun and says, come with me.
0: Well, he was going to kill him. And, you know, we know Dylan. Well, we don't know for sure, (laughs) but we know Dylan's going to eat it someday. Right. Someday, but I've, there's too much still. I feel like the story needs to go with Dylan and the reveal about his parentage and stuff. I think
1: so too. I think so too. The show can't
0: be done with that.
1: So that split second, I was just like, Oh no, 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 no. You know, uh, that, yeah. Me too. <laughs> that's, that can't be the, the end of Dylan. That can't be. Um. So I wasn't surprised when he like nin- turned around and like, yeah, that was awesome. It it was, but okay.
0: How did he kill Nick? You got to tell me because did you? I watched it three times. Uh-huh. He just hits him in the in the mouth with a fire poker, and he dies. Is it was it a freak death thing? Like,
1: I think I think like you know how those pokers have like that barbed end. Yeah, like you know how it's like almost like a like a spear, like it's got like the pointy part, but then it's got like a barb, like a fitchuk would. Yeah, I think that like tore his jugular or something.
0: Oh,
1: I it seems like that barbed part like ripped into Nick. I mean, I think it was just a freak accident. I don't think Dylan meant to just. Well, he
0: was surprised. He kept talking to him, and then he's like, oh, wait a minute. He's got dead eyes.
1: <laughs> yeah, and Nick had, like, a massive wound kind of underneath, like, his jawline.
0: Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, all I, I saw think... was his mouth, and all I saw was the poker hitting his mouth. And I'm like, that is not a kill shot.
1: Yeah, no, I watched it a couple of times, and I think that's what happened. Is like, I think when he hit him, that part, like, poked into him and probably, like, nicked his jugular. Okay. I mean, Well, I... that
0: was my what the bit. Because wow. I thought maybe, and I feel, I don't know, crackpot theory. Maybe he's not dead.
1: Uh, I was
0: stunned. <laughs> I don't know.
1: I don't know. Now nah, he he looked pretty dead.
0: He did look dead. I'm just
1: yeah, and
0: making a crackpot theory. He didn't die.
1: I mean, it that whole thing kind of did bother me as well, because. I was like, wouldn't there be a lot more blood? Because you bleed out pretty quickly. Yes. When that kind of artery gets severed. So, I don't know. I That's just it. That's all I could come up with was, it, I don't know. Maybe he hit his head when he fell.
0: Yeah, something.
1: I don't know. Yeah. It's mystery. But wow, that I did not seen I they, <laughs> they just killed Nick I couldn't believe it
0: <laughs> yeah that that was crazy because there could still be so much more to the Norman having killed his daughter and stuff but that's
1: done I know I know it was um, yeah
0: there's plenty more going on so it's okay but are you okay with it because you know you're kind of like that was like your grandpa <laughs> <laughs>
1: I I (laughs) I, I was kind of sad but it also like took me by surprise so much that I liked it you know so I was willing to put you know okay so
0: good move show
1: yeah yeah so yeah I I did like Nick and I would have liked to see more but I just thought that was really shocking and I, I like it when I'm surprised like that. I like it when someone like that dies and you're just not seeing it, you know?
0: Oh yeah. Bravo.
1: Bravo. I'll take that over me just like any character anytime. (laughs) Um, But yeah. And then Dylan tries to get him to tell him where Norman is. And yeah. So I don't think Dylan didn't mean to kill him. I don't think.
0: No, absolutely not. I mean, I don't think he was sad because he wanted to get away.
1: Right. Yeah, and then he just kind of runs out that back door. It's like, where are Nick's guys?
0: <laughs> yeah, you'd think Nick would have guys closer to the
1: best. <laughs> that would have heard that. Because they fought for, I don't know, 30 seconds? or it was, I don't know. You would have thought they were like right outside the door. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, Nick's dead. Well, like
0: so. I said, my notes are gone, so...
1: Um, the, the it's out. almost yeah. The episode's almost over. So the next scene is when Romero goes back to the Bates' house and pretty much shoves his way into the house. Norma's still trying to pull the he's sick, you know. And so Romero like shoves his way inside, runs up the stairs. Norma finally tells him, you know, okay, he's not here. Nick Ford has him. He told me I couldn't tell you or else he'd kill him, you know. And Romero's like, I'll take care of it. And just starts running down the stairs. I gotta tell you.
0: Um, in the AV Club review, Todd VanderWolf and his stray observations. I don't know if you read these, but uh, mm-hmm. every AV Club reviewer, they review the show and then they have a little thing at the end called stray observations that are uh-huh. just like bullet points. And they're it's like my favorite part of all of them. But <laughs> I have to read this one. It says, that moment when Romero just barges in Marges on into the Bates house looking for Norman made me more than ever want him to be the boyfriend that dies in the murder-suicide with Norma at series end. Formiga and Nestor Carbonell have a very enjoyable, intense chemistry that would work well as a romantic thing, I think. And I'm like, that's so cool! Oh, wow! <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome if Ramirez the boyfriend that gets poisoned?
1: That, yes. <laughs> I love <laughs> that it. That makes me on board for <laughs> <laughs> shipping the two
0: be a... What's our shipping name for him? I forget.
1: Norex. Norex, that's right. <laughs> You're <laughs> almost a Norexer. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: I I stand... I mean, I love that for later, but I stand by wanting the unrequited love. <laughs> I want Romero to fall for her and her...
1: to turn him down. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Anyway, I just had to read that because I just love that. I'm like, that is brilliant! <laughs>
1: That's My straight sense. thought was watching Romero running down the stairs and then he runs past the camera. I just wanted him to start like ripping open his shirt. And he had like a Superman costume. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> and, he and he just flies, like flies out the door.
2: <laughs>
1: totally. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And this is where I started thinking oh, he and Dylan are going to meet up somewhere and they're going to be like, okay, here's the deal. Oh, here's my deal. Let's do this. <laughs>
1: yep. Yep. Yeah. I, yeah, this next episode, I wonder who is going to find Norman. I wonder if it's going to be like Emma. I don't, oh, that would be cool. Would that be cool if it's Emma who finds him?
0: I don't know how she would, but maybe you know he's pretty in the middle of nowhere out in those places. I wonder if it's, I don't know, close to the shed or. I
1: I wonder, I wonder if this isn't the first time that Nick's people have used this box. I wonder if Romero knows about it Hmm. and knows where to find Norman. 'Cause he grew up there. He probably knows about the box. That's something that like little boys would have played with in the woods. You know, that's a hut. That's a fort. Yeah. Know he, what I mean? Yeah. He probably knows about it. I don't know if he knows that they use it, maybe I don't know. But but yeah, the next is just the final scene with Norman in the box.
0: And there's also there's plenty of people that know where Norman is, um that are still alive.
1: Yeah, but Nick's dead now. What are his guys going to do about all this? I don't know. Who's his Who's his second in command? You know? Eric? <laughs> yeah. Maybe we will get introduced to Eric. Because I don't think Eric was any of those guys. I think if he was, because I was listening for it. Because one of them even answered the phone, and I was like, is he going to say, like, this is Eric? You know, Yeah, or... yeah. I don't think any of those were Eric. It wasn't the guy that, like, brought Nick the the pearls
0: eric struck me when i just from last episode i felt like he was going to be more of a like a suit right instead of a goon yeah those all looked like goons that do dirty work he seemed
1: i really hope he is the second in command because i still want more about that phone call and now that nick's dead that's one thing i thought about i was like was I right? Are they, was that our explanation of who Eric was in that last episode? Just, you know, Mhm. I better not be. But. I don't know.
0: I don't know what's going to happen with all the drug stuff next season. Yeah. I guess we can think about it a lot more next episode to see how yeah. it wraps up. But exactly. I'm starting to think about it.
1: But. Yeah, so Norman's in the box, and he starts remembering the night with Miss Watson, and he's the one that killed her.
0: Yep. So, okay, Miss Watson lost a lot of points in this scene, (laughs) (laughs) just as a person and as a teacher. Yes. I mean, she wasn't high up there before, just from all that we've, you know, just taking her dress off where he could see in the mirror, but... Did you see his face the whole time? I mean, he just had dead eyes. He did. He... I was just staring into the mirror, and it's like, what are you doing, lady? Well... What is her... She has got some psychological problems.
1: Well, I had mentioned before, quite a few episodes ago, that maybe she raped him. And I kind of think she did. Yeah.
0: It really seems so. It really does.
1: He didn't seem... I, well, I guess there was a shot in his memories where it does look like she's on the bottom and he's like, they're doing yeah. a missionary position, but so still, I guess, but still, she instigated still it. She, yeah. Right. So. Especially
0: uh, a minor statutory rape.
1: Yeah. And one who's obviously not too cognizant.
0: No, he was not at all.
1: It's like taking advantage of the drunk girl at the party. Yes. I
0: just, oh, I couldn't believe her. I just couldn't believe that scene.
1: Yeah, it was, yeah. So.
0: She's got some major problems. That's all I can say.
1: (laughs) And we get the idea. This is his first memory of it. So it has been coming back to him in little flashes, right?
0: Yeah. And it was odd that I am ready to say that he just made up his mom and that that wasn't something that he was remembering. That was just him making her up saying stuff and in a situation. But right. it was shot the same way. Just kind of hazy. Hard to kind of see.
1: Mm-hmm. I think they were trying to give us the effect of like fuzzy memory. Yeah. You know. Like. Yeah, kind of like trying to remember awesome. it yeah yeah like trying to remember a dream how it's just it's not too clear it's kind of fuzzy i think they were trying to give us because it it seemed more like a memory than a like a hallucination like a trancey thing yeah and just coming back in little flashes coming back in little flashes so i think that night's been coming back to him and i think the rain had something to do with it because the first little memory he has is it's like from his point of view and he sees miss Watson pull up to him where he's standing in the rain and she's like, get in my car. What are you doing? You know? Mm-hmm. So the rain, I think had something to do with it. And then and his just...
0: mom telling him, and they have the conversation again about her knowing that she can see him. And he's like, no, she's just getting undressed. And...
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Right.
0: It shows him cleaning the knife, but it, I was disappointed. They didn't show the money.
1: Me too, me too. I was hoping, because you see him pick up the pearls, too. He cleans off the knife and right. picks up the pearls, so that's his little memento,
0: because
1: mm-hmm. we know he collects them.
0: He likes mementos.
1: And But yeah, I was kind of surprised that they didn't show us him getting the money, too, because that, that's got to be where he got all that money.
0: Well... Could they possibly close the season out without knowing cuz they've shown the money a few times? I don't know. They they better answer it.
1: They They've got to. You don't you don't show a kid with that huge wad of wad of cash and not explain it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would be really bad. But um But yeah, just very interesting. So his memory is Not only what actually happened, but also him remembering him hallucinating his mom then? Like a... Hmm. I don't...
0: I guess so. It seemed like the Norma stuff was a little more sharp.
1: It was. That's what's weird, is that she was, like, in focus, and everything else was just kind of fuzzy.
0: That is odd.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess... I mean he has been locked up in that box for like at least 24 hours now and weird things have got to be going on in your brain I think that's what opened up the memory I mean it, not that it's like a sensory deprivation box because you're feeling the, the right. water and the bugs <laughs> and it's probably not nice and warm <laughs> but I don't know Very. I think it just
0: pushed his limits right um, the rain and the box and the bugs I think it all just pushed his limits to a place where he remembered I don't know
1: yeah and I I think what he was having is an actual memory definitely I don't think there's any question he killed her
0: no no question at all no
1: question at all he killed her he took her pearls and now he's remembered it, and just that final shot—it was like a bird's eye view of the box, and you just hear him scream. Oh, it's
0: so sad.
1: Oh man.
0: Now he's locked up in that box with that knowledge. That's sad.
1: I know. I know. That's just gonna make him so cuckoo.
0: I would not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i was gonna say
1: I would not want to be the one that finds him. I mean, like. He's going to, like, Hulk out of there. <laughs> Hulk smash! <laughs> Norma, kill! <laughs> Puny humans. <laughs> Puny gods. <laughs> um, but, yeah, what a great episode. And what great camera work. Just, whoever directed this, just... That final shot with Norman in the box and hearing him scream, and then just the way they did Vera, you know, Norma yelling into that security camera and then cutting to her outside screaming, and you can hear what she's saying. That that was so good.
0: Yeah, and I guess uh, Carlton Cuse and... Carrie oh, Aaron.
1: Carrie Aaron,
0: they have the writing credits for this episode.
1: It was so well done. Yeah. This, yeah, this was... This was great. What do you rate it after, overall? Um, I'm gonna get
0: about four point seven five.
1: I'm giving it four point five.
0: I almost did four point five, but I just kicked it up a notch. Yep,
1: four point five (laughs) Beatles. Yeah, yeah, four
0: point five Beatles.
1: So, yeah, excellent. Makes me just really, I just can't wait for Monday and then I'm going to be sad because then we'll have so long to wait. I know. But that's okay. I like, I don't mind the wait either. It's fun to think about once in a while, you know. Yep. So, what's, your what the BIP kind of got.
0: Thwarted again. We talk out my
1: what the BIPs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: <Last couple times. laughs> and leave me satiated <laughs> So what's yours?
1: Mine is Zane like Getting that bullet out of the chamber Because now he knows for sure That Dylan came to kill him And uh-huh. I wonder what that's going to do Because he, yeah. he knows That Dylan came there to, to shoot him If if there hadn't been a bullet in the chamber Then I, I don't think he would know as much, but with that bullet being just ready to go, you know, Zay knew, Zay knows for a fact that Dylan came there to kill him. So I don't know what that's going to mean for their relationship.
0: At what point did he discover the bullet in the chamber?
1: The very end, right before Dylan leaves. Interesting. Yeah.
0: I just, as a non-gun person, that didn't even hit my radar.
1: Yeah, cuz at first he takes the gun and then they have their conversation and then when Dylan gets up to leave Zane grabs his gun, empties, you know, takes the clip out where all the rest of the bullets are and then he pops open the chamber and a bullet pops out. So he knows that Dylan had his gun ready to shoot really quickly. Hmm. So, cuz you have to like engage the gun to get a bullet in the trigger, in the chamber. And so
0: well, it makes sense. It's just not something that, like,
1: if you hit want radar s- while walking.
0: Yeah.
1: If you want to, you know, shoot something really fast, you don't want to have to take the time to do that. You want to already there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, even though it takes just a second, sometimes that second is too long. Well, and it makes that noise, too. And it makes <laughs> the noise. Exactly. So, so yeah, that that was kind of my What the Bip. Um, I know it was just kind of a small one, but it just, I don't know. I... I know that Zane it could is,
0: have big ramifications. It
1: could have big ramifications, exactly. Because um, there was also another. What the Bip is just I. I just didn't know. I didn't understand why Emma was was as upset as she was. So she was kind of what the bippy to me all all episode. Right. But um, we talked out kind of teenage. But we kind of <laughs> talked out. Yeah. So it kind of made a little bit more sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, I got that. So, yeah. Um, So, I guess that's it. Do we have any news or do we want to talk about the contest at all?
0: Yeah, let's talk a little contest. Then
1: I got to go. Rob and I are going to go out
0: and get sushi to celebrate finals being done.
1: (laughs) Oh, yay. Rob's done with finals? Yep. Oh, that must be so nice. Is he taking the summer off? Yes. Oh, great. That's awesome.
0: Not only is he done, we're, we're looking at A's.
1: Oh, Rob's such a good guy. He's yeah. so smart. He's a good student. He is. <laughs> That's awesome. That's good for him. Yeah, there was one class
0: where the final was um, possible difference between an A or an A-. And he's done his own calculations. He found out the score of his final. Mm-hmm. According to his calculations, it turned out to be an A. Oh, Wow. And that was the only one he was iffy about, an A-minus or an A.
1: Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah. So. He works hard. Congratulations. Yes, Rob. congratulations, Rob. We
0: deserve a sushi lunch.
1: You totally do. Okay, well, let's just tease the contest a little bit then. So, um, I went and picked up some prizes. They are Bates Motel related. Uh-huh. Should we tell them what they are or? yes okay so what i what we found were some merchandise it's some it's a hand towel with the bates motel sign on it and some soaps where the wrappers say bates motel on it and that's a little set and then i also we also found some night lights that are the bates motel sign and it's it looks so cool when you if you plug it in and like there's a little switch you turn on mm-hmm. Bates Motel lights up and a vacancy sign, you know, the vacancy word under it. It's, it's pretty cool. I want one. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so I got two of each. So we have four prizes all together, And we decided that to, the way you get entered into the prize is Pretty much for anything you've done, you get an entry. So if you've given us a review on iTunes, you get one entry for that. If you've joined our Facebook group, you get an entry for that. And if you've also sent us feedback, you get another entry. Is that right?
0: Yeah, you get an entry for each feedback. You get an entry for joining our Twitter account.
1: So even Twitter?
0: No tweets. Tweets and Facebook posts don't count. Joining Twitter and joining Facebook are a point. So you can only get one. Each of those.
1: Right. And are we doing one per comment card they send in the email, or just if they've done it at least once, they get one entry?
0: Um, I think for every comment card, should we go back to every comment card? You know, what I'm thinking in my head is a numbered list and going back and mm-hmm. giving assigning each thing a name. So, you know, like I'll go to all the Facebook members mm-hmm. and list those off all one and then all the people that have joined twitter and then you know that's another count, and then the hardest will be feedback and then just every time someone oh and um leaving a review is a one
1: right right i think just keeping each one to one entry would be oh i don't, I don't know
0: i just thought um You know, through the next few weeks, if you keep leaving feedback, you're getting another entry.
1: Okay, yeah. No, let's do it that way then. Because, you know, I mean, someone like Harold, he kind of deserves to win because he sends us feedback every week. Right. So, he deserves to have a few entries because he's taken a lot of effort to correspond with us and, you know, be a part of the community type thing. Right. So, okay. Okay, but yeah, we'll probably be doing this contest... Like when we do the season two wrap-up episode, right? Yeah, so... That'll give you a couple weeks. Because we'll we'll do the wrap-up either the week after the final or the week after that. Um, Because we also, Emily and I, are going to do another top five like we did for the season one Mm wrap-up. But we'd also want to invite everyone to send us your top five. Let's make it a you know if you can come up if you want to come up with what your top five favorite things about season two send them to us and we'll talk about them on that episode
0: yeah that would be awesome if we so got it's not other... just
1: mine and Emily's it's everyone's let's get you know let's get some feedback let's get some ideas some thoughts some final thoughts on the episode from as many people as we can and make it kind of a fun you know episode where it's not just me and M's thoughts yeah so I like it yeah and that'll give you an entry <laughs> That's right. And then, yeah. So, yeah. And then we should have, like, Scout or something pull the names out of a hat.
0: Have yeah.
1: A th- have a third person do it. Well, I was just thinking of
0: using random.org or whatever.
1: <laughs> oh, is that a thing?
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a random number generator you can put out of how many numbers online into their little thing and they draw randomly.
1: Oh, okay. All right, we'll do something like that. It'd be easier
0: than, like, actually... Printing down out games. the list and cutting it out.
1: <laughs> I was totally prepared to do that. <laughs> but there's probably an easier way online. There it is. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, send us your feedback at yesmotherpodcast at com. Yep. And
0: leave us a review. And, of course, everything you've already done counts.
1: Yeah. It's all grandfathered in. So, it's not like starting now. Right. So. Yeah. So if you've left us a review, you're in as long as it's a four or five star. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Mikey, again, you're not listening. Yeah. I was saying, we email Mikey. You won our contest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mikey, he gets a lot of crap. I know. Poor guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, So yeah, and join our Facebook group. It's Yes Mother on Facebook, and we have fun. We do. I
0: think it's fun.
1: Yep. Just kind of continuing
0: conversations and making up new ones kind of based on stuff we've said.
1: Yep, and everyone who's part of it can post whatever they want. Our brother Matt posted a little like 20-second video of him singing the intro song that (laughs) he uses to... Our niece Lucy. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah. So there's just random things on there. But so. All right, then. All right. Time for lunch. Yep. So. All right. Well, until next time, chill your own ass. See you later. <laughs> all right. Bye. I'll talk to you later. All right. See you soon. Bye. <laughs>
4: The sky.
0: mother. Uh Bates Motel. All right. <laughs> hey, what are we doing? <laughs> Welcome to Bates Motel. Nope. <laughs>
3: No Cure, what you gonna do Feel so small they could step on you Called you a answer machine When the human touch is what I need What I need, what I need